0: How's it going? I am Coco. And I am Mike. And this is Rock and Vino, the podcast where we talk about music and wine and how well they go good together.
1: You can find it on Riff Online, riff, riffmagazine.com, com, mm-hmm. Bay Area home for music news, live reviews, all that good stuff. And Rock and Vino. Yes. Multiple places of goodness.
0: <laughs> and today we are here with Chef Gray Rollin.
2: Hey. Hello. Hello, guys.
0: So, um, Gray, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about you, your background. Your, um, You have Belly Left Coast Kitchen here in Sonoma County.
2: Yeah. Um, so I've been a chef for about 25 years now, the um, 25th year. I was a cook uh, when I was a kid. Um, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I knew that I liked like hands-on. I knew that I had a really smart uh, cousin that had a bunch of restaurants in the East Coast. My dad said to me, what are you going to be doing with your summer? And I said, I had no idea. Um, so he said, well, I'm going to send you to the East Coast, and my uh, cousin is going to uh, – your cousin, who I never met before, um, is going to teach you how to cook. Nice. And I went, went to the East Coast, flew me out there, um, and he peeled 50 pounds of onions, told me not to cry, which that didn't work out. <laughs> um, and then every summer I'd go back and, and then slowly grew up in his like kitchens. And at the end of the time I worked for him. I uh, ran his restaurant um, four blocks in the white house in uh, in uh, washington d c <clears throat> and so i'm like and then I so I went to culinary school after that, and I found out that I after I went to culinary school, I did really well um, and my teacher sent me to maui and after I did my externship my externship uh, three months in Maui after my externship, I went to, back to California for about a week, and I go, "What the hell am I doing back to California? I <laughs> went back to Maui for about seven years and my End of my seven years, I got a call from my friend, um, who was t- a tour um, catering chef working for a catering company that cooks for bands around the world or mm-hmm. whoever. So he was Michael Bublé's personal chef at the time, and he goes, uh, "Gray, would you want to be? Would you be interested in traveling the world and uh, and cooking for rock stars?" <laughs> and I said, uh, "Hell yeah!" And, a tough and, call and, right there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Tough. Tough Let ball, me think ball. about that. <laughs> yeah,
2: And Motley Crue is my favorite band when I was a kid. And within two months, I was Motley Crue's personal chef. Nice. And then I jumped into uh, Kiss with a couple of the chefs. And that was... So when, when, when we finished the Motley Crue tour, I thought I was going home. It was exhausted. This is crazy. I can't wait to do another one. And he goes, oh, well, you're going to be doing Kiss right after this. <laughs> so I was gone for like three and a half, four months. Um, I did 100 shows between Kiss and Motley Crue. And then I took some time off, and then I did um, Black Eyed Peas, um, T-Pain, Little Wayne for a little bit, um, Tori Amos, Blink 182, um, Of Mice and Men, uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars, and then uh, Count Prince before he passed away. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I did 21 shows in 20, uh, 20 21 shows in 21 days at the Forum with him, and one oh. show in San Jose. That was crazy. That was uh,
0: was that his last tour? That.
2: That was probably one of his last big tours. Yeah. So he okay. probably did some smaller ones mm-hmm. after me for sure. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, did Gaga for a couple of weeks and uh, Sony Studios just just like a um uh, just a small tour, super small tour. Um it was more or less her she was just doing uh sound checks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um and then Linkin Park picked me up um about 8 years ago and uh and they said, you're our age. Just keep us healthy and happy and let's travel the world. <laughs>
0: they never let you go. And I said,
2: hell yeah, hell yeah. And, um, and I was a big fan of Linkin Park, too. Yeah. And I, I think their, their music is something that always got me all motivated before I wanted to play baseball or some kind of sport. Got me all mm-hmm. amped up. And, um, and, and the, the best thing about it, they're like the sweetest guys and the most sincere guys I've ever met. Definitely. Um, so I got to travel the world with those guys. And 66 countries later... Um, couple hundred shows um there are some of my good buddies and and uh and uh, chester losing chester almost a year ago will be the 20th was hard for sure um as you know mike um it was a tough day it was a tough day every day pretty much actually i just put up a big uh, memorial for Chester at, at Belly today. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, because um, the
0: memorial's this Friday, essentially, Friday the one at year. 20, yeah, yeah that's a lot crazy.
2: A lot of things are going to happen around the world. So, Yeah. Um, but yeah, I cooked for the band's family and kids and whoever they needed to me. And I, I was always a yes guy and I always made them healthy. Mm-hmm. I promised that no matter what I cooked them, I would make sure they were never sick. Or I would, If I never ate it, then they would never eat it either. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it was it was it was great. It was amazing. Uh, I I will do it again. Who knows what's going to happen? It's, right. It's uh, kind of up to Shinoda and the and the guys. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just waiting. I'll just kick back at the restaurant until um, until I get the phone call.
1: Now you've you've mentioned this before. Kind of. I don't think people necessarily realize what goes on kind of in a given city. Sort of what your job is. Say yeah. you're in Europe or you're in Japan or some yeah. uh, you know far off land. Sort of on the day of a show, where you're going and what you're doing, and how does that work for you?
2: Yeah, so I was lucky enough to travel a lot. So, say day one, Europe, never been, never been to Germany. Uh, I would, I had to almost teach myself how to do it, because um, the previous chefs with link Park, they kinda didn't know what they were doing either, and so, they gave me a chance, uh, Jim Digby's an awesome friend of mine, he uh, gave me a chance just to just, like, this is your job, I'm hiring you to feed the band, now now just do it. And don't ask me any questions, because I'm not the <laughs> Get chef. Get it done. You're, you're the chef. Done. So I kinda had to teach myself how to make the brad with the koshers and the rob, who's the vegan, and, uh, and the other band, Joe and Mike and Dave and Chester, kinda feed them. So I almost had three menus every day. So, so say we, we landed in, I don't know, um, Berlin, and we have, and that's the beginning of our tour, we'll have, uh, a pre- before I even get to Europe, I'll have a, a go-to person, a, a production assistant that would say, because we headlined everything, so we can have pretty much whatever I wanted. But I always had a translator and a driver. At times I had a personal bodyguard, armed bodyguard. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. It depends on if Kuala Lumpur or Mexico or Mex- uh, Monterey was big time. Um, but I always felt safe. And it was weird to be around people that were like, all right, I'm going to act like I'm not with you. Don't act, in a way, don't act super American. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't wear, like, a gold watch and a giant American flag on your shirt. Um, so, and then I would wake up and we, everyone would get to the gig. I'd be on the first first uh, um, bus to the gig and we would, uh, I'd meet my driver um, around eight o'clock. I'd get there at six. So I'd sit up my kitchen. I'd say, all right, I got this and that and I would, and I would pre-shop a lot of things. So I, would, I have to think, like, all right, mean, in Europe, so I'm not thinking pounds, I'm thinking kilos. So don't order too much chicken, because four pounds of <laughs> kilos is a lot of fucking kilos. Yeah. Um, and, um, and half the band doesn't eat chicken. So um, so I'd have to think ahead of time. So I'd always get like quinoa and brown rice and lemons and uh, Chester's tea and chicken. and. But then I would go when I'd get there. So i have the, my base. So if anything happened, I would have my base of stuff. Say if, mm-hmm. say if I, the, the flight was late or... Whatever I could, I could creatively make a menu out of something. Nice because I pre-shopped it with someone else. Um, but I would also want to. I would also want to shop because one, I want to go see in these amazing markets and grocery stores and and see a town that I've never been in. And two, I want to make sure the freshest fish. I had a somewhat of an unlimited budget. Pretty much the budget is just make the band happy. And so <laughs> if it's a grand or fifty bucks, doesn't really matter. Just make sure they're happy. Um, which is awesome, because not a lot of tourists say, this is your budget now, now, feed 300 people, and that sucks. Yeah. So, um, but because we headlined it, like I said, I could do whatever I really wanted to, and I didn't like to, I didn't like to waste anything, so I was creative in that way. Um, so 6, 6 a.m. Um, or 8 o'clock in the morning, we'd meet my driver, my translator, and we'd go shop, and we would uh, go to these awesome markets, a lot of times I'd to go to a kosher market, which is fine, A lot of times I have to go find vegan stuff. I try to find the hardest things first and then I go to a nice grocery store. Like when we were in Moscow, I was blown away from some of these amazing grocery stores. I remember being in China on our last China tour. um, And God, it was hotter than hell. AC wasn't working in the van. The guy didn't know, supposedly supposed to know English, didn't, he super broken English. <laughs> Luckily I have a translator thing on my phone. I was like literally typing it and then putting it up to his ear saying, I need to go here. <laughs> so we're driving around um, like Nanjing, China. I was starting to get frustrated because now I get the text saying the band's coming in early, which, which throws my day off completely. Cause usually I get there, I get there, start working cooking at, or shopping at eight. They show up at 7 p.m. I got plenty of time. I got mm-hmm. 12 plus hours. And then I have enough time to go shop, get back, write my menu, send it off to the band. Chester will say pre-show I'll have this, after-show I'll have this, and then I'll have it literally ready when they're there. And then while they're on stage, I'll have a little, little to-go box and 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 so and so. So we are going around Beijing, China, and I was literally three hours into it. No shop has been done. Plenty of money in my pocket. The guy's lost. I'm getting pissed, <laughs> and he keeps taking me. He keeps taking me all these little small markets are like dogs just laying there and and flies everywhere. And and I get it. That's how people eat. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you have a guy that, a band that expects not to get sick, not to get sick and and to make sure I eat good food. So I kept saying, no, this is not the market. No, this is not the market. I'm calling production back on my phone saying, can you get a translator to this guy to tell him, I want to spend like, I want to spend $800. And, and, and so take me to that place. So, so we went to like four markets, I started getting pissed. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I know that I have the backup food, I know I have the chicken, I know I the quinoa, and all of a sudden this extremely flamboyant purple Bentley pulls up to us, oh my next God. <laughs> to us on a, uh, at a stoplight. The, the, the convertible's down, the guy's blasting whatever music he was blasting, and I, turned to the, and I turned over and I see the guy next to us, and I go, see that guy? I want to go where he shops. Yeah. And he took me to the most amazing grocery store ever. <laughs> I was like, thank God for this fucking guy to pull Seriously? up to that. Seriously. Thank God oh for this God. guy to pull up to this, this stop sign. The most perfect time. I was literally about to go postal on the guy. <laughs> and just because I was on a time crunch. Yeah, for and, sure. And who knows where he would have taken me. And I feel like we were going in circle, kind of like Groundhog Day around like, hey, kids, Big Ben. Um, <laughs> but finally, think this guy, this family guy pulled up and I'm like, and then he just took me to this insane grocery store. It's exactly what I should have been done or been to like three, three hours, hours prior. Ago. So that was a learning experience for sure.
0: <laughs> so what is, so do you like bring a translator with you then? Like now uh, to make so, sure?
2: Yeah. So now it's very clear that I need a translator. I need a driver. Hopefully that's the same person. I don't like a lot of people around me. For sure. Me. Yeah, because the first thing they say, can I meet a band? I'm like, eh, you're, you're, first of all, I don't. You're, the answer is no.
0: Right. And that's not um, how that you works.
2: might get a pick. You might get yeah. a high five. You might get a hug from me, not the band. <laughs> um, let's just get through the day and let me see what I can do. Yeah. The answer is probably absolutely not. You're not going to meet the band because the band's on a time crunch. They're they're there. They want to get fed. They want to get in their zone. They have their, they have their they have their they have my kitchen. They have Zen, which is their chill out. They right. have den. Just is hang out and they have fuel, which is their food. Oh. If they need drinks or snacks or something like that. Usually, you just ask me and I can just get it for them because they just they're trying to relax. They're away from their family. Um, they are uh, in a different place. Um, sometimes it's super hot, um, and they want to just they want to they want to put it in a, the best show they could have put on, like they do every night. For sure. But they want to get in their zone just like anyone else would. So, um, and then I do it again the next day. <laughs> or the next show. So yeah. different country, typically, different show, different town, different person, different currency. Uh, so that's kind of thrown me off. In the past, we did, um, I remember one tour, it was five shows in five countries in six days. Oh, dang. Zombie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Didn't know where it was,
2: didn't know what currency I was using, didn't know what language <laughs> you're talking to me about. Yeah, it was kind of crazy.
0: Oh, my gosh. So. You're like, just give me the basic food and I'll make something. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so. What's been the craziest, um, I guess, thing that a band has ever wanted you to make for them or that you've been able to
2: find? Mm, I remember not the craziest thing. Like the bands a apart, guys, when I see the band because I've just been cl- so close to them. For sure. yeah. uh, I guess Jared Leto I always wanted um, organic popcorn with his every single meal, even if it was breakfast organic popcorn it was it was his breakfast it don't even stay just, just no
0: wonder pink. why he's so skinny <laughs> right?
2: it's always like this organic purple pink popcorn you want it was kind of cool um lincoln park I, I totally freaked out at brad one day because chester loves like fish um quinoa um some kind of um avocado salad yum and um that was his gig that was that was healthy it was fuel it was quick Mm-hmm. That was this. That was this happy food. I call it happy food. Mm-hmm. So I remember one day we were, um I think we were actually in France or Germany, and and I got this beautiful fish, and I was super happy, and I said, I told Chester, I said, I'm going to make you some awesome ceviche, and, and she was really excited about it. And then I, and then when I was shopping, I found those, um, those glasses, those martini glasses when they have the bowl, and yeah. they have the, so you can pull it out, and a lot of people hold it and it spills all over them. <laughs> but so I was thinking while I was doing it, I was going to try to. F- I'm going to give it to Chester to just to, because I think he would like it. <laughs> so I made ceviche in the bowl in the top. And then I told my runner to go to the fish store to get live goldfish. Oh. So I had live goldfish floating, swimming around the bottom bowl. Oh, my goodness. While there's ceviche in the big top bowl. And so I brought it to, to uh chester and i and a and and it's pretty much there's like three of us could go into the dressing room uh-huh and they, they wouldn't the band's like oh what's that guy doing in the dressing room but he would feel comfortable because i'm feeding him and then I'm, i do my thing and i'm out i don't mm-hmm. need i don't a lot of people say it must be cool hanging out with the band i go fuck no it's not it's, it's it's just business and, <laughs> right. and, yeah. and it's game it's my game face and and i love him to death but i just yeah whatever you guys need and i'll be over here yeah um so i dropped off this fishbowl and and then um the uh, uh Jim Digby's like no one's allowed in the dressing room gray and uh, whoever not allowed in the dressing room the it's a band's having a uh, band's having a meeting mm-hmm. i was like all right and then uh and then chester and he put it he put it down and guess Brad was sitting right across from him and uh chester told me and he came uh Brad was not even concentrating on the meeting itself but he kept watching <laughs> Chester eat ceviche with a live goldfish, oh front. And then and then uh, Chester, like, have about 10 minutes away through it. And Brad was like, I was like, couldn't, he was freaking out, I guess. And Chester came out and goes, great, come over here. He goes, that was the best ceviche over. But the best thing is that we were freaking out Brad the whole time. While, and and Brad, I guess Chester was just eating the ceviche while he was looking at Brad. Yeah. I love it. Brad's a oh very simple God. guy, so. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of stories, but. Yeah. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned it before. I think probably a good place to close out. I mean, it's been. I guess this will go live probably on the year of um, a, a year to the day of um, Chester's passing. I yeah. mean, you had a, a lot of time to you know look back on that, and <clears throat> uh, I mean, like so many fans around the world did, just have had a chance to kind of you know get your thoughts around it. So, sort of, how do you look back on that now. When Chester? Yeah, yeah, just the, your uh, time working with him as an artist. How'd you yeah. find out? About
2: Fuck, it? I, was, I was giving my chef a break that he worked his ass off and I said, you know, I'm going to work your day shift <laughs> and, I, and I, I was working oven side, which I'm not a big fan of ovens. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I like work Sante. So I'm sitting there in my, and I had my phone up and I had it up because we needed it open and all of a sudden I was getting crazy text messages, calls, text, calls, text. And then I was like, what, what, like, what's going on I didn't read anything but after, after like the 20th one and I was like looking at it and one of my buddies texted me and he said um, what happened to Chester? Mm-hmm. And I go what, what do you mean? Like, I was thinking like, what, do you mean what happened to Chester? And I started going back to work and then uh, I got a call from the, at the restaurant and it was someone I knew that couldn't get a hold of me on the phone mm-hmm. on my personal phone and he goes uh, are you alright? and I'm like why does everyone ask me if I'm alright? and he goes Chester passed away last night and I was like what the fuck? Yeah. And I, I was like, I even right now, I got a little goosebumps thinking about it. Cause I was with them last show. We did Birmingham, England. We walked them to the stage. It said it on my radio show. And, and I said, I've never heard your voice sound better in my life. Mm-hmm. And um, he gave me a big hug, like he does a lot of times. Um, and he said, he's, I mean, he's excited about the future. So that definitely threw me a and My girlfriend at the time came instantly. Um, I, I said I had to go. And I was okay with that. Usually I'm like, I'll make sure someone shows up. I go, I, My mind wasn't thinking right. Was, no, yeah. A salad would come in. I would make a pizza. And a pizza would come in. I would make a dates. It was like, I wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't the right, my mind wasn't the right head. And, mm-hmm. and, and in my life, I've had a lot of that, um, especially recently. Um, but um, how am I dealing with it? I think that his memorial show was amazing yeah. and beautiful. Oh, yeah. You were there, right? You guys yeah, 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 we were yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I was sitting, I was standing stage right. Um, right next to the, one of the big monitors that everyone could see on stage, and I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know how dramatic it was going to be. But when they started playing "Numb," oh my god! Crying, I was like, Jeez. oh my god! I was like, I was crying.
0: Yeah, I was oh like, my gosh, I, that was like and insane. I, and Johan yeah. got
2: those awesome lays <laughs> brought in from Hawaii because Johan lives in Oahu, um, and so he flew those in. So I knew what I knew what it was going to be like. And 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 in the in the meeting before that the whole thing started, they there we didn't know how the crowd would react Mm -hmm. and the band that's what the band wanted Yeah, and it couldn't have been better I think but I was like right when that happened I looked and I just saw why and my mind was Mm -hmm. thinking why the hell is Chester not up there Mm -hmm. and why is there a spotlight on his microphone Mm -hmm. which is like a legit his microphone Mm -hmm. and I just started crying I was like holy shit and then I just watched everyone else just like
0: it just registered with them like to pick it up,
2: this was yeah, like it was just, natural. Gonna, it was a
0: natural, yeah. They're gonna sing it
2: anyway. It, yeah, it was but amazing. But they're, I just got goosebumps saying it. Again. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, but for them to pick up where he w- would have wanted them to be, made it even more special. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Um, uh, I still have voice from Chester, mm-hmm. which I'll never, which I'll know, and he'll check in with me and before this before the tour and he'd say hey i'm on this kind of t- uh, diet now or whatever 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 or how's belly and like little stuff he's just a normal dude and 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 he was probably one of my favorite people and he made me realize that this is what a rock star should be yeah for sure straight up I mean, he's the kindest people he was the last person to he would he would take pictures with every single one of his um lpu fans and mm-hmm. um he was the last person on stage, and it was—I mean, I was—I've never seen more gr- mo, like grown men cry when he would walk on stage. Mm-hmm. First star show because there's a lot of people. that was like, I've never seen Lincoln Park before, mm-hmm. and I've spent literally when we were in China, the, the the last seat of the stadium was the was one week's salary. The front front the front row was one month's salary. Oh my wow. goodness! So that was that was that's I mean, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's. People, there's there's some crazy fans out there. I mean, well, and, yeah. I mean, Park has the most Facebook followers in the in the on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They have a billion. They have they have so many different um, uh, world records from they have they they've, uh, they have a billion hits on YouTube. The first band ever to have a billion hits on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They have they played uh, what 341 shows in one year. Yeah. I mean, they're just they're just monsters. They're they're they're.
0: But they're, they're so showmen. humble. They're so they're hum- crazy. They're, humble. Yeah. Yeah. But it was crazy. I mean, at that at the memorial show, I mean, literally there were people that have flown in from all over the world. Like the awesome. people next to us could not speak English.
1: Yeah. We were surrounded at I all. think by four different countries. It was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I mean it just goes to show the impact that the whole band has and that, that Chester had and um, it's just a, it was amazing to see that. And it was just a be long show that. too. It was a long I show. I remember I
2: was in the dressing room afterwards, and, and Brad <clears throat> just came in. All the band just came to the dressing room. They just laid down. They just. It was something that they was a as a healing thing for them because mm-hmm. someday they needed to get back on stage, um, and they did it for their best friend. Um, yeah. And it was. Uh, yeah, it was a very special day for sure, and it was good to see everyone that I toured with. It was I would call it LP family. It's all the all the people I live with on tour, and mm-hmm. they're and they're all special people, and I miss them, and I still stay keep in touch with them. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a healing. It was a hard day. The twentieth going to be an interesting day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Chester was most happy he's ever been when he was on tour, when he had fans in front of him, when he had family around him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just fell into this dark world of alone and and I don't know who knows I I, I can't I can't say what he was um, because I've never been in that direction I was with the guy every single show Mm -hmm. talked to him every single show Mm -hmm. um, and I made him happy and I I call him I gave him happy food and (laughs) if he saw me he knew he'd be fed and he knew he could uh, his drinks would be there as in his teas he didn't drink but um, his teas and stuff like that stuff to make his his uh, vocals work his belly full um, and stuff like that. Yeah, he's just a good dude, straight up.
0: For sure.
1: What I think a lot of people don't—I mean, for as big as the Lincoln Park fan base is—it's such a community, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, I, even people sort of outside of outside looking in don't realize how tight. For as big as it is, how tight knit it is. Yeah. So I think just so many fans took. Uh, Sort of took it the way everyone you know took it so hard. It's, it's, it felt like you were your family member. Well, yeah. they're amazing. Well,
2: there's a couple of things like when I, when I meet these people that are my helpers or my translators, and the reason why they know English is because of Linkin Park music. That's oh, how that's funny. how they that's how they've learned English. Uh-huh. Um, and they say a lot of um, a lot of their music, their words, in their music heal whatever situation they would be in, depending on the album or the song or the time of their life or what's going on today or tomorrow or whatever it is. I know for me, like, like I, I, Linkin Park makes amazing music straight across the board. And I mm-hmm. listened to it before Chester passed away and it was all about, wow, that's a really good song. Mm-hmm. Now it goes, now we, now we listen to the words. The mm-hmm. words are deep. Yes, they are. Deep in not as a negative thing, deep mm-hmm. as in like, wow, these guys are like, they they think about things, and, and who knows what I mean. Mike Shinoda is a genius, yeah. And 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 the whole band's are insanely talented. Um, but there's there's the words run a lot deeper now. I, I before, it was more or less wow that's a good song like I said. Now it's like holy crap those words are, insane. I mean, they resonate
0: with people. It, it mm-hmm. resonates
2: with me, and and I've been with them for a very long time. So, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I I think it's. With the One More Light album, especially, listen to those songs now, and it's just a whole new meaning. And just you listen to it a different way; it's crazy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's
1: (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah. So definitely, I can
2: see that being a healing thing for uh, Chester. That was a a lot of his albums are like that, though. Definitely, this one was a mature, um, adult, a lot of thinking, and his. I mean, they spent a lot of time in the studio to get this to get this one album. So. It was a growing one for them, I think.
0: It was a much different sound. And mm-hmm. I think this was the first album that they actually worked with an outside producer or outside writers. Outside writers, right. Um, yeah. on this. So that was I think that was really interesting to the fans to hear that as well. Just uh-huh. to hear this new direction that they were going in. Yep. So Totally. Yeah. But
2: good guys. All yeah. of them. Love them to death, everyone.
0: And so now the guys they're kind of all doing their own thing. So Mike has his own project and he's gonna be going on tour. Is he taking you on tour with him?
2: No. Too no. small.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Too small. <laughs> too small.
2: He has he has a chair at the restaurant if he needs to come to the restaurant. Yeah. If, if he has a show during Santa Rosa. Yeah. Um No, no, no. These are his these shows are too small. There's like, I don't know, maybe there's 10, maybe 10 guys on tour. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like the production. It's mm-hmm. the guy setting up his get rig and mm-hmm. maybe who knows what it is. Yeah. Uh, um, I, 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 I got a call or an email saying, all right, what is Mike Shinoda like? So m- in my department, They they know I sent him a big email. Mike likes this. Mike likes that. These are the these are the energy bars he likes. This is the drinks he likes. Mm -hmm. So that was my thing, Um, and I would do it all over again. Whatever they needed. Yeah. Um, But this tour is too small. Okay. Yeah. Um, Once once, if if and when we tour again, whoever that that person is um, helping out lead singing, I mean Chester. There's no one else could ever ever could fill his spot. But but I know the band would like to see the legacy go forward. I think the it. fans
0: would like that too. Mm-hmm. But I think with the I think with the um, the show in LA, the memorial show, I think that we were talking about this that I think Mike kind of set that up in a way where he can kind of see what would and wouldn't work or who would and wouldn't work. And mm-hmm. I think it was very obvious that nobody could ever fill Chester's shoes, not a single person. So I think it'll be interesting to see how they'll move forward, but I have full faith that if they that if that's the direction they want to go, they'll do it in the right way.
2: Hundred yeah. percent. And it's not if it doesn't happen tomorrow or a year from now. Mm-hmm. I understand it's, totally. It, Mike's not gonna put some chump on the stage <laughs> that it yeah. doesn't fit the the Lincoln Park like group or feeling and stuff like that for sure. Yeah. There's probably a lot of there's gonna probably be a lot of like. Trial and error thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So now, now it seems with what you were doing for Lincoln Park, the you know a lot of it was you know making healthy meals for them and everything. Have you have you worked with artists who wanted the opposite of that? Like, mm-hmm. I want the craziest batch of fried chicken or <laughs> pizza. <laughs> I remember fries. pizza. Yeah. yeah, I was on tour with. Um,
2: we did a, a show with uh, Little Wayne, and we had this big awesome buffet, and all he wanted was KFC. Oh my or Popeyes God. or something like that. <laughs> that
0: um, which Popeyes, was
2: fine, which was fine. It was, I mean, it was it was an easy tour for sure. Um, Tori Amos. <laughs> I was a chef for Tori Amos. Uh, she was on a white diet. She's like the sweetest, sweetest, most amazing person I've ever met. But she was on a white diet, so which is like chicken breast, white sour cream, baked potato, white rice. Wow, I've never heard anything like that.
0: Interesting.
2: Um, yeah. There's always something weird. Um, <laughs> I'm sure.
0: People yeah. are so weird with their food. You know, oh, There's yeah. especially these days now. Some people don't like,
2: like touching. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's like, I don't get that. It's going to be in <laughs> your stomach anyway. Exactly.
0: Mix uh, those flavors together. That's right. what they're there for. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's been fun. Everyone I've worked for is amazing. Uh, they're always good to me, I guess. Maybe I guess you should be if your chef's feeding you something. <laughs> for and real. And yeah. I, and be nice I mean, like, to
0: the chef. <laughs> but, I'm always,
2: but I'm always there to make sure they're happy. Yeah. Like, I'm here for you. I, I mean... The money's good yeah i get a travel hell yeah mm-hmm. um but i but like when i it doesn't matter if it's if it's uh, n- whoever it is nikki six or tory or uh, jared or uh, any of those guys like no matter what i'm gonna put the best food i can on the, yeah. on the plate yeah. for you because that's what i do
0: so. And so with that, like obviously wanting to produce the best food that you can, you I'm sure have now translated that into your own restaurant belly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so how did you, how did you even end up in Santa Rosa? How did you like, uh, you're from Hawaii or you want went from Hawaii forever and then how'd you end up in?
2: What's this? What's this? It's all about the wine. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a wine guy. It's <laughs> oh, nice. I'm a wine. I love my wine. Okay. I have like 400 bottles at my house. I made a wine room at my house. That's um, awesome. How did it find me? I think I found myself. I think, I think. Sonoma, or Sonoma County found me Like I just, cool. I've just, i never I was over the Bay Area I was born and raised in Berkeley I was raised in Los Gatos I was raised mm-hmm. in uh, um around the Bay Area and um I, I came up here to work at a restaurant and it wasn't the Bay Area mm-hmm. but it was close to the Bay Area it was close to sports it was close to the Giants it was close to Sharks my dad used to be the vice president so I used to go to the Sharks games all the time nice. but it wasn't it wasn't the chaos of The Bay Area, definitely. So, but it it was right there. Mm -hmm. San Francisco's right there. I mean, it's close by. uh, Yeah. So, I think that it had the best of all worlds I ever wanted. And 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 I don't. When I'm on tour, it's always chaos. It's like, all right, it's it's a giant circle circus. Your job is your job, and no one else's job is your job. Yeah. So, if you're not going to do your job, there's ten people behind you that will love to be in your position. Exactly. Um. And, and I think that Sonoma County is peaceful to me. I get excited to like when I land in SF or land in Sonoma Airport, and I fly over to all the beautiful vineyards and stuff like that. I just uh, this is home. I feel like this. I'm relaxed, instantly relaxed. And I love Sonoma County. I mean, it's uh, I bought a house and I got one and a half restaurants, I guess you can call it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm invested here, and what's um, crazy how people visit me from LA and. Uh, around the country, and they're like, "Oh my god, you live in like insane! I mean, it's three, sunny three hundred days a year. The yeah, waters down the street.
1: So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's an amazing spot. The menu is kind of a mix of can everything you've done up to this point is that kind of the way to to describe yeah. it? Oh, your yeah. your I, uh, culinary a good variety, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much all the countries
2: are influenced on the menu itself. So when you see it, like when I come back from Asia or Japan or. Europe or Italy uh, it's definitely you'll see a section of influenced on you can clearly see that I've been to that spot recently and I I think that the one thing I'm kind of blessed about is that a lot of these chefs are always hard workers and and, and they're all amazing but a lot of chefs are like all right they open up a cookbook and they say I'm going to make an Italian dish today but for me, it's like I've been to the small Italian villages or towns in Italy, and if I had a day off, we'll go. Up with, we'll rent a car and just cruise around. But I also get this driver and I get unlimited birchit, and I'll make the four guys are like if I'm in Italy, make me Italian food. If I'm in Russia, yeah, I'm cooking with Vladimir, who's just taught me his <laughs> insane like <laughs> beef stroganoff recipe. Yeah, and I'll bring that back to Belly.
0: How often do you change the menu? There's some staples for sure oh, on the yeah. menu, yeah. And then how often do you? kind of customize it it's uh,
2: uh, a good question uh <laughs> they say that a lot of good chefs change it seasonally yeah there's definitely staple menus like the pork, uh, pork belly and uh the pizzas and oh, stuff yeah. like that. oh um, uh, yeah i'll do a lot of specials so i'll take the menu and then i'll run like three four specials and if it sells really well mm-hmm. then i'll take then i'll put it on the menu but it's definitely yeah has influence of a place I was or a person I met or uh, a memory of with the band or a small mom and pop shop that I bought something similar that made me remember by a smell. I, I smelled at a grocery store walking by a certain aisle when someone's telling me, try to eat, try this. Like that, it brings me back to things like that. Nice. So, um, changes, uh, changes, changes. Probably more often than I want. It kind of freaks out yeah. some of the people at the restaurant. Like, why, yeah. why your ADHD is going? Makes me <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah, it's definitely have staples. Um, I would probably slow it down. I would just do more specials and stuff like that. So,
0: are any of the dishes on the current menu? Would you say inspired, or have they ever been inspired by a band member that you've been on tour with?
2: Um, yeah, uh, Robbie Mural from uh, Godsmack. When I was on tour with Godsmack, I was Robbie's like I was. I was touring with, it was Motley Crue actually a tour. Yeah. Um, and Robbie had his, a, um, such a, such an awesome guy too. Um, Robbie had a diet um, restriction and he loved coconut milk. So probably the grilled mahi with coconut, oh, clear yeah. lime mm-hmm. is something with the mango, pineapple, salsa. That's probably uh, a dish for sure that I've made for Robbie. Um, nice. That was, yeah, for sure. I'm going to say yes.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah. Now, you coming from wine country, And you're working with all these different bands. Do you find that they have an awareness of wine and are are super into it and are knowledgeable about it? Or or has that changed over the past few years?
2: Uh, 100%. Um, When I was doing STP with Chester and without Mm -hmm. Chester, um, uh, Robert and those guys, I would always bring some wine from Mm -hmm. Sonoma County and they're huge fans of it. Awesome. Um, and, And I like to drink the small wineries, the little boutique wineries. Who are some of your favorites? Uh, Rush, um, like, uh, Harvest Moon Winery with Rainy yeah. Pits. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, good uh, stuff. Oh, my God, he's awesome.
2: Uh, Bella, which I drank a little bit last night. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, Dutch Crossing on, uh, oh, yeah. on a, on a, what do you call it? A Dry Creek Road. Mm-hmm. Unti on Dry Creek Road. Mitch, Mitch is the, um, winemaker, winemaker owner. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeez, so many.
0: There are. It's like my goal in life to go to every single winery. I yeah. know that I, I will probably be old, and when that happens, but yeah. that's my goal. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a very large punch card. It I really go. is. I know, I and then it just
0: keeps growing. You know,
1: I'm, I might see you there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that these
2: these guys that are, I don't know. I'm just. I like to. I like to make food and and buy food and hang out with people that are that are from the small communities that are have not that the big ones don't have a lot of heart or something like that they're just i don't know, i guess you feel like this is this is the wine especially mm-hmm. harvest moon you taste like randy stuff like holy crap man mm-hmm. like your, your wine straight across the board is like insane yeah and, and just- i'm not a big white wine fan and his white wine is like awesome
0: and doesn't they, doesn't Harvest Moon don't they have like a a sparkling like Zin mm-hmm. or something? I had
2: it on the menu. It was awesome. Yeah, it kind of. It's kind of one of those, uh, those sparkling wines that you're like, why do I like this? Yeah. But when you try it, it like is mm-hmm. flipping awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it when they get experimental and just do mm-hmm. like really fun things with wine. Yeah.
2: I do a lot of catering with him, so I do a lot of trade. Oh, perfect. Of Cases of wine are in my house. Actually, a <laughs> lot of uh, yeah, yeah. And he's and he's a great guy too, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. Wow. Very nice.
2: Yeah,
0: and um, so what's what's kind of, so Belly expanded recently, yes. right? So they took over. It used to be Jesse James Massage yep. Parlor, so yep. now it's Belly. Yep. And so what's going on with that side of the of the restaurant?
2: So my. I had partners when I opened up First Belly. It was a bunch of us. And I sat at a table, when we all decided to open this all together. And I looked them all in the eye. And, and in my head, I'm like, I'm going to buy all you guys out. Yeah. But I didn't, tell us, I didn't tell them out loud. Yeah, you can't my show your head, cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew in my head that I'm going to buy you and you and you and you all out. Um, and so I, when I had the opportunity to do that, um, I literally handed them their last check. And I told my landlord, I want next door. Yeah, and uh, my dad, my dad and I used to sit on one side of the um, one side of the the, the, new, the old restaurant, which is still somewhat new. It's five and a half years old, mm-hmm. um, and we used to say, "How can we do it? It's a hundred plus year old building. Can it be done? How much is it going to cost? All that stuff." And about two weeks, he suddenly passed away. About a year, about a year ago, and some change, okay. and uh, we sat there and we found out we could do it. It was an already existing doorway oh. Passed through. Um, back in the early '50s, mm-hmm. and we can actually do it, and uh, and so that's called Grant's Pass, named after my dad. So awesome. the pass through, which my dad's name is Grant, so the mm-hmm. pass through is something we always talked about. And there's a big plaque in there. Um, you, if you walk through, there's a big plaque to the left that uh, says Grant's Grant's Pass on it, and has a little quote that I made him and stuff like that. So that's pretty much a dedication to my dad for everything's done for me, and kind of where the restaurant is now today, and. Um, kind of a memorial for like, I have Chester's thing up there too. um, I put up today. So it's kind of like a memorial of people that were a part of my life, um, one way, shape or form that made me the chef and the person I am today, especially my dad. Um, And so that was just something. And every single time I walk through it, I always say his name. So um, to myself, but um, so yeah, and all the chairs in the restaurant, or someone that are a part of my life, one way, shape or form, a, a, a nephew or a brother or a family member or a band member, mm-hmm. the Apart guys have their own chair now. Um, so when you, if you, when you go in there, you can see the back of, back of it. It all has someone's different name on it. Yeah.
0: It's so funny. Every time I'm in there, I always hear somebody saying, what's up with this? Who, yeah. who, who's, <laughs> whose name is this? Did I take somebody's chair? And yeah. It's yeah like,
2: right. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. It's your chair for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so we got to open the new spot, um, and we have music tonight. We have uh, six nice. comedians on uh, tomorrow night, on uh, Thursday, which would be awesome, because I, I love my comedy. For sure. Um, and, we're, and it's filling up, and, I, and the, when, I, when we busted through the wall, I definitely wanted to have that opportunity to have live music, because it's been, and has always been, a part of my life. And especially being so one-on-one with these guys, um, I miss it. I miss, I miss the microphone in your mouth and, and, uh, and there's insane amount of awesome musicians that are in Sonoma County. You don't, you don't have to need, I don't, I don't want your tour bus. I want, I want, I want you to have your beat up guitar case and your sticker on your guitar and, (laughs) and, and play at the restaurant. So we just built this awesome stage today. Um, which is good. The uh, comedian, I mean, I'm sorry, the comedians are tomorrow, but the um, guitar guys tonight probably starts any minute now. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, and and have,
0: how big is the stage? Like how big of a band it, well, can fit we just, on it? So
2: we can do. Right now, it's enough for like two people, but we have we built a little add-on, so we had like a bigger, like a, not a giant drum stack, a yeah. drum set, yeah. Um, but just if you need a little bit drum, drums, uh, a drum, uh, drum a drummer, drum yeah. kit. Thank you. Like I'm around it enough, uh, so we can add this little piece, like almost like a puzzle, almost like yeah. a, like Lego set. Awesome. Um, so good size. Probably, yeah. Cool. It's 10 by six or seven. And it's on the
0: second side or in the new side. side. You
2: walk right through Grants Pass and you'll look right at it. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. So we have uh, 59 beers on tap, uh, 100 total with bottles and and taps. So, and uh, stage. We have our own bathrooms. I call it a place. Oh, you do? I, yes. I call it a place to sit. <laughs> um, so, uh, Belly
0: has its own bathrooms yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, that, that's perfect. That might be the most
2: important upgrade Honestly, right there. for that real. Was, that was my thing. And, yes. and they're awesome. The same guy that actually <laughs> that made all the chairs, <laughs> made the bath, bathroom partitions. He's oh, a really cool. awesome. name Shane Hawkins. He's uh, one of my buddies. Uh, nice. He made all that stuff. He's very, very, very talented. Um, but yeah, bathrooms. I, and, I keep, and I keep going up to my <laughs> office and I'm like halfway up the stairs. I'm like, what am I doing on the stairs? Like I just spend <laughs> way too much money on these bathrooms, but it's worth it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm super happy about that.
0: It's definitely worth it, because going in, going to Belly, and then having to go next door
2: to <laughs> what it,
0: um, the Irish pub and <sighs> share, their, it was so, I mean, it was either, like, really comedy or really sad.
2: Yeah, or, or, <laughs> you're, or you're, like, talking to yourself, do I really need to pee right now? Saying, yeah, like, do I want to go in there? Yeah. Like,
0: I can wait. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't have to uh, go in there. So, yeah, it's nice to have my own, or uh, Belly has their own bathrooms. And, yeah. and Yeah, so it's good.
0: Never thought would be so excited about bathrooms. About, we talked a
2: lot about bathrooms I last 30 minutes.
0: Yeah. I'm excited. It's big news. Yeah,
2: big news. <laughs> Front page
1: <laughs> for uh, for people looking for your radio show. Where do they find you? Uh, I'm on. Uh, it's
2: called What's Cooking with Chef Gray. I'm on uh, the 101 and uh, the River. It's on uh, Fridays at 12:45 and 4:45. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just talk about food and travel. I talk about wine. Nice. Talk about other restaurants, not just belly. I talk about things that are happening in Sonoma County, uh things that are happening at the New Belly, if it uh-huh. was music or a special or a top takeover or whatever. I've done I've done a couple of the shows um from tour, like when I was in, in Switzerland and Oh cool. Yeah, so I'd do a call in and do my show, which is cool. Yeah. So I have a lot to talk about when I'm on tour. <laughs> <laughs> always something different going on. I bet. So but
0: all right. Well thank you so much yes, for sitting down fun. with us and chatting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome,
0: Um, so I am Coco, I am Mike, and this is rock and Vino.